Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy! Yeah! Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hey everyone, it's your boy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl Naomi. And, <laughs> and uh, we're a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we take the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close to sets together about their relationship and bring them to you. Sometimes, though, Naomi, we have guests in studio. And this is one of those days. We have them here to answer your advice questions. Yes. And today we have such a fun, wonderful guest, Wendy McClendon Covey. Hello. You know Wendy from The Goldbergs on ABC. Reno 911. On Comedy Central, soon to be back on Quibi. 
Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. You know her also from a new movie that will be coming out soon called Blush. She Which, is uh, wonderful in it, and I also am in it for a little bit. I was about to say, yeah, a small part. Uh, a little small part, just in it for a little bit. <laughs> Remember, Naomi, there are no small parts, only small checks. <laughs> Oh, what are you doing at disco sound? (laughs) Wendy is an actor, an improviser. She's wonderful. And in this episode, we get into it. She answers your questions. Okay, but before we get there, she was a groundling, right? She was a groundling. She's a groundling. And honestly, she's on her toes. Okay, because y'all threw some questions at us that were real curveballs. And Wendy was like, I got this. I got this. But before we get to that, we got to give you a couple of little housekeeping pieces, babies. Oh, my God. Friends, if you live in Los Angeles, if you will be visiting the city of Los Angeles for some reason on March 7th, why not come to Couples Therapy Live here at the Virgil? 8 p.m., assuming everything goes right. (laughs) Uh, We got a killer lineup. Uh, Patty Harrison is going to be on the show. Matt Besser and Danielle Schneider, uh, comedy couple... Uh, royalty. Yes, power, a true power couple. Uh, speaking of power couples, Paul Downs and Lucia Aniello. Who, who you are, know from Broad City. Yeah. Uh, and you've also heard earlier on the show, they're going to do go live for us and yeah. give us some fun times. So if you guys are around, you should definitely check out the show. And you can get tickets for the show on our website, CouplesTherapyPod.com. And while you're there, sign up for our Patreon. I mean, come on, why not? Get into it. Twice a month, Naomi and I come to you live to tape. <laughs> from from our couch, surrounded by our animals, spilling the tea, spilling <laughs> the emotional tea, spilling the emotional tea straight into your ears, and it is scalding, just like Hamlet uh, <laughs> pouring poison in the play in the play into the why would you compare ear it to of the king? Poison? Why would you compare it to poison? <laughs> well, we already compared it to scalding tea, but no, we we Josh, we uh, joke, we. Uh, jest. Jest. Josh, joke, jest. And we also get real. So if you are interested, you can do that. So we also have an advice number. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, 323-524-7839. Ask your advice questions, just like the advice questions we answer on today's episode. But also, we have a new thing. If you want to sign up for the mailing list, just text your email address and first name to that to number. the advice number and, and that'll sign you up to the mailing list now you don't have to go on and go through a whole arcane procedure <laughs> to sign up for the mailing list and just so you know we send them out maybe twice a year at most yeah just you know we just like to know who's around who wants to see us and you know when we hit the road we we can maybe come to your town so that is everything that can happen yeah so i think that's about it right oh one last plug, Naomi. I, you're probably too modest to say this, but Mythic Quest just debuted on Apple Plus. Yes. And you play a part in that TV show. Yes. Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet is a comedy about a video game company and the characters that work there. And I play Carol, the HR person whose nerves are being worked by all these crazy people. And it is very funny. Andy, didn't you think so? Yeah, I genuinely thought it was funny. Not like Hollywood, like shake hands, like, uh, oh man, that was great. You guys just did that. That was great. I laughed very loudly at the premiere. Also, it is created, co-created by Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, along with Megan Gans, a very hilarious writer who also has written on Sunny and, and Community. And Community. And speaking of Community, Danny Pudi's in it, and F. Murray Abraham's in it. And I'm telling you, that man will make you lol. <laughs> so give it a watch if you can on Apple Plus. You know, who knew Solieri had so many lols in him? Solieri. 
Lowell is in Solieri's name, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything going on, you guys. Hope all is well. I don't know why I did that. I'm like so weird. <laughs> You're like ending like a pen pal letter instead of an introduction. Um, best, comma, Naomi. Um, so without any further ado, here is today's wonderful guest, Wendy McClendon-Covey. Roll it. Where are you coming from? You're wearing a cute jumpsuit. You. Like you're chilling. You. You're got like a week off. Where are you at? Well, I'll say this. I turned 50 back in October. You what? And I have never felt better. It's like ah. a sigh of relief, like pulling myself onto a life raft that I didn't know I was reaching for. Wow. Yes, I am wearing a boiler suit today because I just don't care anymore. <laughs> But you look good in it. Okay, thank yeah, you. It's a stylish you. boiler. I'm yeah. wearing a combat boot. Yeah. Because I need to move around. <laughs> All right? Um, in my heart, I'm very content. Mm-hmm. I'm living in my blessings. Yes. And I quit Diet Coke six days ago. Okay, you so, need to talk yeah. to this one. This one needs it yeah. to function. No, yeah. I, look, here's the so, thing. I have no vices. Uh-huh. I don't do uh-huh. drugs. I don't drink. Yeah. I eat relatively well. Sure. I need caffeine in some delivery yeah. system. This is my <laughs> delivery system. I figure I'm gonna, it's the only place I get chemicals. I'm fine with it. But why did you? I honor that. Okay. <laughs> I honor that. I'm not giving up caffeine. Make no mistake. Uh-huh. I'm not giving up caffeine. But. It has messed up my brain. Mm. The brain fog is not a joke. In what way? The skin conditions. Oh, really? I did not used to have eczema, and now I do. (gasps) I've been drinking this solidly for 30 years. Uh Okay? It's rat poison. Let's just say (laughs) what it is. Okay? You know, listen, why do we do what we do when we know what we know? I knew it was bad for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know it gives you diabetes. I know it makes you fat. And that, my friend, was the trigger for me. Like, wait, because the fake sugar like messes with your brain, your body's um, insulin or something. Kind of, it makes you insulin resistant. It makes Uh, you, it screws up your insulin. But (laughs) I, I was retaining so much water from this freaking diet coke. That it messed with my vanity, and sadly, that is why. Wendy, why are you doing this to me? Because you literally have just said all the like. I I knew all those reasons in the back of my head, and also as a vain person, I'm. uh, (laughs) I also know that I retain water when I'm drinking diet coke, uh, and uh, lots of other things that you just said. Uh, Now, now, do you have skin conditions? I I have a little bit of dermatitis, which is a version of eczema. So. Mine started 10 years ago, and I never made the correlation. I was told, oh, it's chemical allergies. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, it's food allergies, blah, blah, blah. I'm allergic to almost every food there is. Come on. <laughs> How was, am I supposed to live? I right. was never given a reason. This is the thing. They just said, oh, just take, uh, here, use this shampoo. Well, one day, like, his hair yes. all fell out. Once, uh-huh. One day, like, and I got, I was out. like, okay. I, I like started, uh, first of all, my dad's bald. So I'm just like, oh, this is it. My youth is gone. Yeah. This yeah. was like 15 years ago. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, Grim Reaper is like, he, he's just shearing. He's, he just, yeah, he's he like waiting. swiped at me yeah. with a scythe, missed my head and just got my hair. Okay. And okay. this is what's happening now. Uh, so that's what I thought was happening. And then I went to the doctor. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Your hair's fine. It's just you have dermatitis and it's making the hair brittle like a, okay. like a centimeter above your head. Okay. And it was just breaking off. And then they gave me shampoo and everything's been okay. But I still have it. Sure. I still... 
So mm. you're set. Uh oh, is this my last? I'm this telling could you, could be beautiful. It this... really hasn't been that bad. Where do you get your caffeine? You drink coffee. I drink, I oh, I drink coffee. Yes, of course. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I don't and and I do iced tea. See, that's what I mean. Not enough caffeine. Not not enough caffeine. Everyone, you, you think you need more? How many are you drinking a day? Not a lot. A glass or two at most. Oh my God, you can absolutely do iced tea. Exactly, exactly, because it's not as much. That's what I would say too, especially because he makes, if you looked at the iced tea, it looks like coffee because he's like brewing those bags for so right. long. Okay. So I was like, oh yeah, you got every last drop out of the good stuff. <laughs> I don't drained. like what's happening here. I was already agitated. <laughs> okay. We got in the elevator to come up here and this guy <laughs> comes in after us. Oh no. Because I'm saying, because I'm already agitated. You so take the whole index fingers out of everybody's face. Sorry. Andy loved a point where he get heated. <laughs> and I said, don't you be up in here. <laughs> so okay. now I've made claws with my hands so yes, I can gesture yes. in my Larry David-esque way. <laughs> uh, uh, this guy gets in right after us and he just goes, two. <gasps> it was a real bark. No, please. Real... No, please. No, nothing else. Just two. And I, like, now when I gave each other a look, I hit two. We gave each other, because we are in a lifetime of looks. That is our language. We are getting married this year for yes, real. Yes. Yes, the common law thing. We're just like, we're done with that. We yeah. want to have a contract. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we've signed up for is whenever someone is trifling in public, we right. can look at each other and be like, yeah. but this, so I'm already, now you're telling me my daily <laughs> okay. caffeine source. Is killing you slowly, killing but it's going to make you real ugly before it kills you. That's what I'm saying. See, this is the thing. I thought, I thought because I didn't do anything else. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I thought that I could get out of this life. With, but it with really one... is chemical. Yeah. Like, I mean, the taste of it, I never got into it just because of the taste of it. Yeah. So, but I'm like, when you drink it, you taste, oh no, this is terrible. This is horrible. No, the, the taste. Is the same. You really, you, the first time you drink that, you're like, this is poison. This is gross. But I'm not gaining any weight. <laughs> and I got to wash down my burger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you make yourself drink that, even though it tastes terrible. And then it starts to taste good. And you want that burn in the back of your throat. I'm totally <laughs> with you. I'm with you, brother. We are, we are there together. Let me help you cross the river sticks. Yes. Okay. You how, don't need it. How does day and, six feel? You know, aside from needing a nap every day <laughs> because of the withdrawal of toxins, mm -hmm. um, I feel good and I don't feel as bloated. And I'm okay. telling you, you will start to... I don't weigh myself, but I finally yeah. had to because mm -hmm. it was like, what is happening here? <laughs> I'm sloshing when I walk. It, it was bad. Sloshing. I'm sloshing. I don't fit into any of my clothes. I got on the scale and was like... Goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> no more. If that's if that's the problem, it's going away. Yeah, yeah. It's really not as hard. At, at, now, some people, you know, they hallucinate. <laughs> it's it's horrible. They get the shakes. <laughs> but those people also drink like multiple liters a right. day. Those yeah, are the yeah, DCDTs. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, just go for the iced tea. Oh, Lord. Or this the iced good. coffee. This is good. Mm. I think yeah. this is good. Sometimes you need to hear it from someone else. Yeah. You don't need the me. caffeine as much mm. as you think you do. Mm. Oh, and my sleep is amazing. Mm. Just telling you. Okay. 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 Mm. Let's move on to something. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, okay. I want to yeah. talk about something that I'm – Wendy. And whoever's listening, I don't know if you follow Wendy on Instagram, but, you know, I started with Wendy – 
rescued some cats yeah. and yes. there was a beautiful magical journey last year yeah. that now do you have six now or five we have six six total six yeah it's a dream yeah. i know when did you become we have two cats as well as the dog oh my um now talk to me about the beginning of this cat family oh okay so <laughs> 2018 was a bleak year for us. We lost three of our older kitties, oh. like, months apart. Oh. They were old, though. Yeah. So, it, you know, yeah. come on. So 2019, it was like, oh, my God. what? You know, we were down to three. Mm-hmm. And then this little Siamese cat, scrawny as can be, started showing up on our porch. And yeah. we saw her on the Ring app. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> who is this? Kitten, who is this little, like, she wasn't even a year old. Oh, Oh my God, I wonder if she'll come back. She kept coming back. She kept coming back. I would go out. I would feed her. I know I shouldn't feed a (laughs) stray cat, but I can't help it. This thing is so skinny. Cut to, I'm spending hours outside in my pajamas (laughs) singing to this cat, trying to get her to come to me. She eventually comes over. She does that weird stray cat thing where you put food down and she grabs it and takes it somewhere else to eat it. Well, then we determine, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, my Lord. But I can't bring her in the house yet because I got other cats. I don't know, you know, if she's got diseases or fleas or any of these things. We get um, one of those mobile vets to come check her out. She doesn't have a chip. Okay. She doesn't have any diseases. And yes, she's pregnant and about to pop any minute. Cinco de Mayo comes. <laughs> at this point, she's eating at our house three meals a day, yes. four meals a day, five meals a you day. You were putting out the good stuff, too. We're putting out the I good remember stuff. remember you were What's giving her the good stuff. Really, at one point, you had like a, like literally like a chicken leg or something. Oh, yeah. I gave her, her, yeah, oh, like a full real you know, meat is the good oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, which she dragged <laughs> off and ate in the bushes. <laughs> this story, I'm imagining. That starts with Cinco de Mayo, uh-huh. that you're putting tiny sombreros on the cat. Um, <laughs> if she had been able to hold still, yes, but just wait. Cinco de Meow Meow. <laughs> she's, not, she's not here. I'm freaking mm, out. Yeah. Where is the pregnant cat who's about to pop? Feline, feline Navidad? Yeah. Sure. Hello. Sure. sure. She comes back at night, not pregnant anymore. What? Where are those damn kittens? Oh, Was it hysterical pregnancy? Hush. Oh no! They're babies in the woods. Hysterical in that I am right, hysterical right, right, now. Right. We live on a hill. We okay. live on Signal Hill. I don't know if you know where that is, but there's a lot of wildlife and there's a lot of coyotes, and oh, I'm shit. freaked out. Yeah. It took I don't know two months to find those to kittens. Find them. And all the rescue groups, everybody, you know, everybody is so helpful on social mm-hmm. media. Well, have you tried putting out a trap? Like, no, I haven't thought of that. We called rescue groups. They said, not only can we not give you a trap, we are so overworked, we can't help you at all. Like, we can't help you. But if you keep feeding her, she will bring the kittens to you. This always happens. They will always bring the kittens to your yard. Just stay consistent. Okay. And damn it, that is what she did. Wow. Almost. She got them as far as a neighbor's yard, and that's when I found them. That's when I saw them. Went with all the grace of a hippo in a tutu, (laughs) jumped the fence, started (laughs) just grabbing kittens and said to my husband, Greg, the time is now. He said... He said, just let her bring the kittens over. I said, no. Right. No. Yes. I I had scoured that hill. Mm -hmm. 
And she led me on a couple of wild goose chases. Oh my god! To not find them. Oh my god! So if I've got the kittens in my right. sights, yeah, I am bringing to. the damn kittens yes. over. Yes, you have to act on it. He says, "No, no, no." I said, "Greg, <laughs> shut up! It's <laughs> happening." I mean, I turned into a devil. <laughs> this is happening. This is happening. Stand there, and I'm going to hand you kittens. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we just had our 23 year anniversary. Yep, but that, I was passionate about that. I don't take on the tell. devil. I don't take on the devil voice that often. Sure, sure, sure. Blah, blah, blah. Gorgeous kittens. Gorgeous kittens. Beautiful. We have four of them. You know, we, we got excellent homes mm-hmm. for. And they are all, you know, doing very important things. Like one's <laughs> an adventure cat. One Aww. is like with foster kids and... Uh, they're all living really good life. Yeah. And then we kept two of the kittens and Mama, so Mocha yeah. and uh, her, her kittens and yeah, our three. That. Yeah. It's a very lively household. I know. I love it. Anyway, thank magical. you for in- indulging me. No, Wait, I needed to that? know because I was seeing all this and I would see you be like, yeah. it looks you'd be like, over vid- images of the cat, of the Mama, you'd be like, day four, I am feeding her and she has approached. We will see if she lets me touch her. Like it was like a very wild Cousteau And then she type. mauled me one time. I had a, a little birthing suite that I had put together for her and she was in there and I was petting her and I said, Greg, come out and meet her because all this time he hadn't met her yet. He opened the door. She just scrambled to get out and oh. she mauled my face. And I've still really? got a scar. You did. Oh, she got you. Yeah, she got California me. California cats. They love their mall culture. Hey <laughs> The beat You are this is my life. That is fantastic. I really wanted there just to be silence for the rest of the show. <laughs> the whole rest. You just all you hear is a door open <laughs> and you hear Wendy go, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> but wait, oh. so Wendy, you've been married, okay, so well, together twenty three years. And no, like, married twenty three, together twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Goodness. Yeah. We're te- we're ten. Nuts. 10, yeah. this, uh, 10 this March. It'll be 10. We're a decade getting in there. But talk to, now, mm-hmm. does your husband, is he uh, an actor? No, he's a normal. He's a normal. Okay, yeah. so yeah. even more now I need to know yeah. how. How have you, you know, with the ups and downs of this biz, right? And yeah. you saying too at one point, you were saying before we started recording, how you know you had a day job until like 2010 and uh-huh. you owned a hustle. Right. How did, how do you, did you ever have to kind of weather the storm? Well, as lovers. As lovers. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah, but that's true of any, you know, that's true of any, that's, that's monogamy for you, <laughs> if we're being honest. But see, <laughs> that's monogamy. I mean, I like it's a, like a Looney Tunes at yep, the end. Yep. <laughs> that's monogamy. Yeah, well, he was the only one who ever encouraged me okay. to go down this path. So I didn't really start in earnest until we got married. Okay. And yeah. so... You know, there were times when he was working two jobs so that I could go through the groundlings. Wow. You know, wow. and buy wigs and all that nonsense. <laughs> Greg, you're doing and, the Lord's and work. And be like, Greg, I have a writing meeting. <laughs> you know, I, and he never complained. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's a really good guy. Um, never complained about any of this. Always was like, this is going to lead to something. Mm-hmm. This is going to lead to something. Like, so that spoke volumes mm-hmm. to me and I am not a fun partner a lot of times. <laughs> I know that I know that's surprising to everyone in the room. 
but you know, I'm emotional and mm-hmm. I've got, you know, I come home feeling pissy about an yes, audition or yes, whatever. Yes. And he takes it in stride and he's just like, I know you're going to make it. Ugh. You're doing what you're supposed to be oh doing. God, love. And when he forgives, he really does forget, <laughs> which is frightening. And it makes me think, well, <laughs> is this dementia? But it's good for me. Right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it was a little dicey in the beginning yeah. of like just trying to get it going. Because yeah. like you, when you're in the beginning and you don't have your SAG card even and you don't have an agent, you feel like you're just spinning your wheels in the mud mm-hmm. for you know, mm-hmm. years and years and years. But every little thing, it did add up to something. And we were never like, oh, this is your big break. Like we never put lots of pressure on one thing to be the big break. Mm-hmm. And we don't – one thing I, I think helps us is we don't um, go bananas for like birthdays and anniversaries. Like er, let, let's just keep everything even. <laughs> Let's not place unrealistic expectations on like one thing. Yeah. Cause every day's pretty great. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Does that yeah, make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's like taking off the you know, you're taking the pressure off yourself. Yeah. Basically, in yeah. general, right? Just being like, okay, you know what? We're just gonna have fun and if it happens to fall on the birthday, it happens to fall on the birthday. Exactly. <laughs> and if the birthday Dinner happens six weeks from the birthday. Right, That's right, fine, right, too. Right. No one's missing anything, you know? But yeah. as far as, like, the business, like, the business, it is challenging. But so is working at a shitty Ramada, which is what I yeah. was doing in, yeah. in the beginning of our marriage. Like, yeah. so everything is terrible if you want it to be terrible. <laughs> but And there's temptation wherever. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. And we choose to live far away. So I think that kind of helps. Yeah. Mm. You're from here originally, though, California. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like you like you were like, pack my bags in a wild new world. You know? <laughs> now, see, I don't I don't understand how people do that. Yeah. I, I admire anybody <laughs> that can pack up and move across the country. That's what you did, yes. correct? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> and you're mm-hmm. still together? That's... <laughs> Come on now. I, well, I would say, well, that's why I asked that question. And I asked it because I do think that, like, it has been, you know, we were in New York, so it's not like we weren't, you know, trying and we met at UCB and, like, you know, right. we're all improv, like, kids, whatever. But it does feel like the move here has been that new pressure because there uh-huh. is something about being on the hell mouth, you know, where yeah. it begins <laughs> that gives you that, like, oh, well, I better, it's better, it gotta happen because right. I'm here. You know, right. that, that, like, level. And I think I will say, in some ways, it strengthened us, right? Because don't you feel like, cause like because we've gone through some darkness, it's like, oh yeah, I definitely want to be with you. Because mm-hmm. if we can get through the struggle, you have to agree. Hurry up and agree, Andy. I'm Xander. <laughs> oh my God. You're still on the hell mouth? That's very accurate. Did you watch Buffy, Wendy? I didn't. Oh, okay. I did not. Uh, oh. it, it strengthened us? Um, <laughs> I think, I, we've had plenty of pressures on our relationship yeah. from... Uh, parents, <laughs> really, and uh, the, uh, just uh, you know, starting this. I moved to New York, and two weeks later, the financial crash happened, <gasps> and oh, uh, neither yeah. of us come from money, so it wasn't like I could just be like, "Well, I'll just ask my parents for a check." Right. It was like, "No, I'll sell my guitar so I can pay rent this month." Oh. Um. So we've had various yeah pressures. I think this is just a, a new. Slice on the pizza pie of pressure. <laughs> the pizza pie of pressure? Well, it's flavorful. <laughs> you know? And it's a real New York pizza. <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> well, okay. you make it sound delicious. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we know your bona fides. Now our listeners are like, okay, this is where Wendy's coming from because mm-hmm. we're about to give you some advice, okay, y'all? So strap in. We got okay. somebody here who had made love work for 26 damn years, so we're going to have to listen to what she said. <laughs> we're going to take a break and be right back. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're right back with some advice questions. Wendy, have you do you give advice to your friends? Do your friends ask for advice? Do strangers ask for advice? <laughs> you know, my friends don't ask for advice because we we're like aliens to them. Like we're we've been married twenty three years. We have no kids, so that's a completely everybody in our circle has kids. So any advice I could give mm. is like just pack up and go on vacation. <laughs> well, you know it's not it's not feasible. You know, I know we're starting that with our friends when we went back to New York for the holidays. We didn't have any New Year's plans because we realized all of our friends have kids now. So the people who we would normally just get together with, they're in bed by nine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, it's – it's well, not just started. It's already been happening. Some of them are on kid number two. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Yes. Oh, I know. <laughs> I I used to – and I'll say this. This is a confession, okay? I love it. Um, I used to resent my friend's kids. Thank you so I, much. You took my friend away. Yeah. You yeah. shitty little toddler bitch. <laughs> How dare you? What am I supposed to do? I know. And then when you try to hang out with them with the kid, you can't really because the kid doesn't stop talking. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't even know what to say to you. We don't even watch the same shows. So exactly. it's like, like, what I, like little kid, you're pretty good. You're very good, I think, with people's kids. Like you will kind of play with them on their level. Sure. And you don't uh-huh. mind like being repetitive. Oh. I can kind of only do it three times. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hit the game. Heighten three and times out. and that is all you get. That's Whether it's apologies. Yeah. Or or callbacks and a joke, you know, <laughs> yes. and a sketch or whatever. That yes. is it. Three. Three times. And I don't I don't love the daylight. Uh-huh. Yes. I, I like to meet with people as the sun's going down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, I don't I'm like a <laughs> I don't like a, a one PM pizza situation. Yeah. I definitely will not do a ten AM pizza <laughs> no. situation. Yeah. Don't even ask. Oh my God. No. Breakfast I mean, meeting look. or <laughs> hanging out. There's a reason <laughs> Yeah. There's a reason oh. we don't want kids. We want to sleep late. Yes. Uh, we want to sleep late, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, and we're selfish people. Yeah, but right, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Like I not, think that's for us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, look, and we have the dog. Andy is currently holding the dog like an infant, as usual. You guys. Yeah. But even this, I will say, the biggest hurdle for me was like getting up in the morning and walking. I was like, will I be <gasps> oh, able to? Yeah. And in a and I, you know what? She can actually go till nine thirty ten. So it's not too bad. Okay. And I will say as someone who is uh, pretty sedentary, it's probably good for me. <laughs> well, are you someone who's like, okay, I'm just going to um, put on some Crocs and a robe and make it work? <laughs> or are you like, I have to get dressed. I'm going out oh, in public. Naomi ha- gets her hair done. She has someone <laughs> okay. come in every morning. Oh, please. Hair, makeup. She has an <laughs> outfit. You can see All her on right. Instagram every day. Wendy, that seems right. I am braless in those streets. <laughs> 
And last week I was wearing like a hat just covering my hair. And then these children at the nearby Armenian school called me sir. And they were like, sir, will you get our basketball? Because it like rolled into the street. And I was like, okay, I'm really out here getting misgendered. I'm such a hot mess. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So I go out very loose. All right. Very loose. Good for you. So that's freeing for you a little bit. You know, you're every morning it's like I can't. Yeah. I have, I have, or like, braless. But if I'm trying, I have a soft bra. You know, like okay. good morning bra before you're ready to get in it. You know, <laughs> wow, morning bra. My morning bra. There's you know, yes, no there's wire. bras for different activities, and you should take full advantage. <laughs> yes, if if you want to maintain <laughs> maintenance, <laughs> my morning jacket, but my morning bra. Ooh, I'm sorry. I normally do not go for the ironic puns or um, ironic. I'm normally not like that. I don't know why. You've been triggered. <laughs> I think ever since you told him to go off the Diet Coke, at least my swimming. I'm spiraling. (laughs) Honestly, I like by the end of this episode, I will have fully uh, fallen into uh, lunacy, delusion. (laughs) I don't know what, where. I I will be in in the negative zone. That's where my brain will be. You'll have to mourn it. Yeah, you'll have to mourn. You have to say goodbye to an old friend. Yeah. Is there what's that Boys to Men song? It's so fun. <gasps> that one? <laughs> right. Well, always make me cry. I know, right? Okay. That's okay. the one. Uh, okay. Okay, okay, we've shaken right. it off yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Come on, we're not going to cry. <sighs> okay, Andy, what's our first question? Uh, this comes to us uh, a DM on Twitter, uh, anonymous. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Mm. Hi, big fan. Smiley face. <laughs> Uh, when, oh, okay. Uh, going along with what we were just saying. When do you broach the child topic? Having children is a big decision, and as a late 20s lady, I've gone through a lot of phases of thought on it already. I imagine I will go through more. I'm dating an older dude who I remind has a lot more time for this question than I do. Regardless, when do you start talking about kids? And when does it go from, yeah, a kid one day would be great with my dog, to I want five in five starting three years from now? (laughs) Interesting. Gosh, okay. I have always known that I don't want them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, when you're getting serious with someone, that's a conversation you should just have. Uh, Not necessarily to say, hey, I know I'm going to be with you. Yeah. But, you know, just a transparent thing of like, hey, this is going well. I'm just, I just want to do a check in with you (laughs) and say, do you see yourself having kids? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where I, you know, like, and no pressure on you. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want your seed. <laughs> but where are you on this? Like, yeah. let's let's be adults and say, like, this is something that could happen. Um, with Greg and I, we always had little check-ins of like, well, I know I want to marry you. I'm not sure about the kids. Uh, let's let's uh, check back in about five years, see okay. how it's going. Huh. There was no urgency. Mm-hmm. And then time just kept going by, and we kept saying, I, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you fine? Yeah. I don't feel like anything's missing. Okay, let's let's buy a house and not think about it. Yeah. Um, another five years. How do you feel? I could maybe think about adopting, but... I could also think about not doing it. Okay, let's... So, you know, it was just never in the cards for us. And let me tell you, 23 years for us has flown by. Like, it it flew by. Now, I'm too old to have kids. And I still think, huh, 
Adoption. I don't know. Diane Keaton had, you know, she adopted her first kid at 50. But I just, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not missing it. Yeah. And I guess that's the answer is if you feel like something is missing and you've done the work Mm -hmm. on yourself, like, Please do you know, the work on please yourself do the work. you have a There's kid. lots of ways to do the work. <laughs> you know, first of all, figure out if it's what you want. Then yeah. ask the person you're dating and involved with. Like, But also, please do not put some weird pressure on yourself to get married and feel like that's what yes. you have to have. Oh, yes, sister. Well, that is also... <laughs> yeah. I watch a lot of true crime and murder shows. Oh. And I've noticed one of the commonalities... Why women end up getting chopped up is because they usually wanted a guy so bad they missed the red flags of this goddamn murderer. And I I know that's glossing over, but I just, again, y'all, you know I clock my 10,000 hours when it comes Mm -hmm. to true crime. Mm -hmm. And it's just so many of them. It's like she was ready. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready for a man and then this person walked in. Mm-hmm. Or have you seen who the bleep did I marry? It always, oh, yes. it always starts with her being like, I wanted a guy. Yeah. And he was the guy who was like, I will marry you. And it was like, it had only been two months, but I was ready. And it's like, then he stole your identity. Right. Do you know what a lot of it, oh. I, a lot of it I think is like societal pressure. With someone, a lot of people do not check in with themselves mm-hmm. and they just defer to whatever the societal pressures are, yeah. which are, you know, I was thinking about this because of uh, we're going to do a Valentine's Day episode soon. Okay. And I was just thinking about like, oh, that's just a thing that society, again, uh, <laughs> capital S society has told mm-hmm. me I'm supposed to care. But there's like so many things that like just uh, the general zeitgeist has said, you're supposed to care about this mm-hmm. thing. You're supposed to want kids. Yeah. And then like when Naomi and I checked in with ourselves, we're like, do we really want kids? Mm-hmm. No. Right? Yeah. I don't feel a need to procreate. I said that early. I think we also said it early on. Like, not about us as much as just in general. Like, where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not a kid person. Like, I'll take animals. 
And then I feel like you had, you're like, oh yeah, me neither. And it was almost like, oh good, I found a person who we don't have to fight about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think people just like go on autopilot or uh-huh. uh, cultural autopilot or, you know, like they get handed a script when they're kids mm-hmm. and they're like, I got to be word perfect on this thing. And they just go through life in that way and they don't, and then they like, oh crap, I had kids, I don't want them. Yeah. So and that's that's fun. That's right, fun exactly. to watch, <laughs> and that's fun to be a child of of exactly. those parents. Exactly. So yeah, for everybody's sake, ask yourself: there is absolutely nothing wrong with you not wanting children yes. and you not wanting to get married, and you just being happy with the way things are going. You don't have to make any big. De- I mean, these are big decisions. Mm-hmm. Don't take them lightly and don't be afraid to talk to your partner about it. And if it is a problem to talk about it, you know your next step. Right. <laughs> right. You know? So I say third date. <laughs> yes. Quite, when do you broach the child talk? Yeah. I mean, when, like, when I did think we? When you're, I think, well, again, I think you and I, I don't remember it being like a where do we want to go as much as a casual, like, just expressing. But I also think, as you said, too, like, when you get serious, so like a year or so in, I think once you start to think about living with somebody, mm-hmm. that to me is then when you, because you're because kind of like mm-hmm. if it all goes well, that's the next step. Like, yeah. you know, the marriage. Blah, 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 to just like have that conversation. I just think it's important when you have that conversation to know what you want out of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of going in, just being like, okay, let me tell you where I stand. Don't don't like wait to hear what they say and let them dictate how you're supposed to feel. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I definitely, you know how sometimes like, I didn't want a kid, I didn't want a kid. And then I convinced them. And now they love their kid, you know. And I can't imagine oh. having to... Having to I get that it's scary. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. like a big deal. But I I can't imagine having to really like do the hard sell. Be like, have a baby with me. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like yeah. real hard. What's the yeah, hardest it sell? It really shouldn't Maybe. be that difficult. Yeah. I mean, if it's an oops-a-daisy thing. Yeah. I can see you're going to have to do some tap dancing and just, like, make yourself okay with it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to browbeat you. <laughs> and then there won't be any resentment at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've, we've all seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then how do you celebrate that? <laughs> like uh, Andy Cap's wife with that rolling pin hitting yeah. him. Yeah. We all know this comic. This Andy British Cap? comic from the 1950s. Is that what you're yeah. referencing? Andy I'm like, Andy Cap. Went deep. His, Always. His uh, <laughs> wife has a rolling pin and she hits him on the head. <laughs> Oi, we're having kids. That is such a good British accent. Thank you. I practiced. <laughs> I, I hope you know it. You know, uh, two years at Juilliard. Yes. Two years at yes. the Royal Academy. Yes, of dramatic it shows. <laughs> it shows. Speaks, uh, that accent speaks for itself. Uh, straight out of Monty Python. Yes. But wait, what was the so kids seems crazy. What for each of you? What was the hardest sell maybe for a partner that you've had to browbeat them into? Because <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like I can't think of anything that we've really had to like push the other person into that they didn't want to. I kind of pushed you, pushed us into the dog. Mm. You were on board, but I was, I was like, "We're board. going to the shelter." Yeah, I and I was like, "She is my work. child." I didn't want to do the work to get the dog. Okay, but I was fine with the yeah. I was fine with dogs, especially after we fostered a dog earlier this year. Oh, earlier last year. Sorry. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a heart opening experience. Oh my yes. goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what you. We're <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had to like heart sell someone <laughs> on a choice? Um, let's see. I did. Cats oh, four man. and five. I I. <laughs> I don't want to say I browbeat him, <laughs> but I was relentless about wanting a boat. Huh. 
Shoot. And I was doing a pilot, and I thought, well, this thing is going to sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start looking at boats, Greg. I really think this will be a fun new dimension <laughs> to our marriage. And so we bought a fucking boat, <laughs> and the pilot didn't get picked up. And that damn boat, well, first of all, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. But then it became such a drain on the bank account. Like, mm -hmm. you know, putting gas in it was only about $1,500 every time. No. I, now, granted, we only filled it up maybe twice a year. But that, oh. having the hull scraped once a month, having, you know, getting a slip, it was such an ass ache. <laughs> we had it for about five years, and maybe for the last year and a half, I didn't even lay my eyes on that thing. <laughs> and I think we couldn't sell it. And I think we ended up just giving it to the guy that was repairing it. And I think he lives on it now. <laughs> okay. But we just needed it to be gone. Right, right. So oh that, was, that was, um, and I will admit that that was not one of my finer decisions. Okay. There were some fun times, but yes, I really pushed for that. By the way, when you said you couldn't sell it, what I, what I was imagining was uh, it on fire. And you're like, I don't know how it's, it's on fire now. <laughs> Um, oh. All right, so let's go one. to yes. What's our next one? This comes to us from Samantha on Twitter. She okay. said, "Don't use my full name." Okay. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Uh, I know my account looks like a bot or troll because I have zero <laughs> tweets, but I barely use it, and only made. I should have read this instead of uh, <laughs> Just... skimming it for the question. Uh, anyway, she promises she's a real life person. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a 32-year-old cis woman and recently realized that I'm attracted to women. I've only told one friend, my th my ther I've only told one friend, comma, my therapist and here's the kicker, my cis hetero male partner of almost 4 years. Okay. Okay. My partner, also named Andy, is incredibly supportive of my tiny quote coming out. But I'm sort of stuck as to what comes next. I feel like I don't even deserve the term, quote, bisexual, given uh, I have never had any sexual experiences with anyone who wasn't male. And if I just want to have sex with a woman, how am I better than any dude out here just objectifying women as sex objects? Huh. Hmm. Uh, I think I tend towards jealousy too much to handle an open relationship, but I'm not completely writing it off at the moment. I don't know, guys. What do you think comes next for me? Thank you in advance for the advice. I think you're both total gems, and I love the pod. Oh, hmm. this is a complicated one. Very yeah. complicated. So I she think the first thing out, she needs right. to do is really thank that supportive boyfriend and set him free. Mm. Tell it, Wendy. You know? Who are we kidding? Yeah. You need to keep him on the line while you're figuring out your shit? No, no, no. Let, mm. him, let him go do his thing, and you do your thing, mm -hmm. maybe dip your toes in the pond. <laughs> you know? You don't have to jump into bed right away. How about just going yeah. to an event? <laughs> <laughs> to an event. <laughs> to a gathering of sorts. <laughs> you know? Um, a bisexual Lollapalooza. Well, <laughs> a gathering. A bisexual Lollapalooza. Not even bisexual. She wants to... Swim in the lady pond a yeah. little bit, yeah. it just like, like. So just, but don't, all right, listen, be patient with yourself. Yeah. You don't need to belly flop into the pond immediately. <laughs> and for God's sake, do not, all right, this is, I'm going to sound 90 years old and I don't care. <laughs> don't start getting into the, you know, group sex thing immediately. <laughs> 
baby steps. Yes, don't Training buy any wheels. masks. You are, you are freshmen. You're not JV. You're not varsity. <laughs> don't go to any Eyes Wide Shut parties. No. Yeah. Have coffee with someone. See if you... Yeah. You know, vibe that way. It's also like you've been in a relationship for four years. Practice flirting. Okay, you're exactly. out. You don't know the basics. Exactly. Of, you Please don't buy a new bra <laughs> that isn't dirty. I mean, it start is, there. It is interesting, though, because as you said, you know, you said, Wendy, you're like, cut them loose. Mm-hmm. But it can be tricky. Like, we're all attracted to people. Like, you can mm-hmm. be in a relationship and still think other people are cute. Right. Right. Or be like, oh, I wonder what his lips are like. But that's like not. I don't know. I'm just like thinking like, because it's, it's interesting. Like I don't. Like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I just uh, pulled that out of nowhere. I don't. I don't think about other guys' lips. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Why? Am I sweating? <laughs> but that doesn't mean necessarily you want to leave your relationship and act on it. You right, know what I mean? Like right. we all have eyes and stuff. Yeah. But then at the same time, it does. <laughs> we feel all have eyes and stuff. Um. But then it also feels like because this is something that is. It's new for her and it's attached to emotional things. As you said, it does feel like it's something worth exploring. But I guess the question is, too, is it weird or why is it why is it worth exploring to, say, leave your relationship for a woman? Would we say that? This is, again, out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Would we say that if she was like, I'm attracted to another guy? Would we say yes. leave him? You say, oh, yeah. yeah. If The minute you're, you're telling your partner, I'm attracted to something that is not you, mm-hmm. you should probably just... Not be it. Pump the brakes. Cut the line. <laughs> Cut, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. 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 I, well, yeah. And, and yeah. you're not saying, I don't want to see you again. I don't want to um, have anything to do with you. But you're saying, look, I respect you enough to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you putting everything on hold to wait for me to figure it out. Right. Right. I mean, she doesn't say a particular woman. Right. She's right. Women she's just in, like, general. in general. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. to me, that's like, okay, well, you got some uh, some field trips to take. <laughs> you got yeah. a whole new bar to go to. You got yeah. You got friends to make. And, yeah, that's very true. You know. Yeah, I'm like because I'm just because she says. I, I mean, she doesn't say she says bisexual. So mm-hmm. I know, but, then I know, she, but then like, she feels like she is, shouldn't use the word, which is also right. like, babe, don't even worry about labeling yourself. Yeah, you know, because she was like, she's like, can I even say I'm bisexual if I haven't? It's like. Oh, like was she that deserve the title and it's like yeah. you know what I mean like deserve first of all nothing is a meritocracy and <laughs> let alone your sexuality well, I, no I get there's a certain like type of like wasn't there like a, just someone on um someone wrote an op-ed this week where they're just like I'm a heterosexual woman I'm a cis hetero woman and I'm uh, disgusted by heterosex and I'm just like there's something because of in culture, queerness has become some kind of like cultural cachet. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, well, what is your sexual identity or what is your identity as a person? There's now this like, there's fashion attached to it. There is like being seen as cool in certain circles right. mm-hmm. attached to it, as opposed to just like, no, this is who, this is the kind of person I'm attracted to, or this is what I feel inside. Right. And so I, I, I see her struggling with like. Am I allowed to call myself this in the same way? Like, am I allowed to call myself like a fan of indie rock? I only listen to <laughs> the new pornographers or whatever. Right, I right. haven't really, you know, gone into. I'm not into deep, B-sides. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> gone deep into the merge catalog right. or listened to something right. on Shrimper Records or whatever. Do like, you and your name drops? But no, I'm just trying to like think of like what you know. Because of that, I think that's where she's feeling 
confused perhaps about how to like how to understand herself or how to label herself but i think you're if you kind of ignore the label and and just it's tough you can't yeah. you, we we tend to again this is this cultural super ego there's this this th- culture places categories on us and then you have to like am i actually bound by this category right. or am i do i fall between like i on most things besides sexuality it's weird uh, culture just like said you like women and my brain was like yeah i guess so <laughs> and i that's the one thing where i'm not like where my brain didn't tell me you didn't question yes that yeah. didn't not not just question but just like i don't know i just don't like i don't know wieners don't do it for me mm-hmm. i think that's a easy thing scientific I can... <laughs> thank you wieners yeah. wieners <laughs> I think, <laughs> of course that that is the what that is the general uh, yeah. that is the ha- hallmark of of. All right, we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think yeah. I mean, I don't know. You came in. You came in very decisive, Wendy. Up top, it's like you might want to cut this person loose and figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. And that is so hard to say, right? Because it's yeah. like when you have the relationship is good, but this other thing, right? It's like hard to be right. like, okay, we have to end this anyway. But it is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not want to be on your deathbed wondering what if, you know? No, you have to try. And I, that to me is where the bisexual thing came in. Like I started thinking, oh, wait, does she think she's going to keep her boyfriend on the hook while she experiments mm-hmm. or, you know, goes soul searching? And that just reminds me of Arrested Development when Tobias and his oh, yeah, wife yeah. Yeah, yeah, were yeah. like, you know what? This has never worked for anyone else in the world, <laughs> but it might work for us. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, yeah. just be upfront, be honest, which it sounds like she has. Mm-hmm. But yeah. don't don't put any unrealistic expectations on, you know, oh, your boyfriend's going to want to hang around. Yeah. You know, or or the jokes of, well, I just want to watch. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope that has not even been thrown out. This is your life we're talking about. This is not some weird Cinemax, you know, <laughs> Cinemax. bullshit thing. Is this not is not part you know, of your no, relationship. She isn't. Oh my god. Now so, you I don't know, nightmare. Samantha. I hope I hope you can get something from yes. this from what we said. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Join the Blue Man group. Yeah. I think that's part of Always. it. Yes, yes, yes. Become a never nude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Be true to yourself <laughs> right? and just be honest and, you know, yeah, yeah. that's going to be a whole lot easier on your soul than trying to say, no, but I can placate him, then right. I can do this, and then we can all have, yeah. you know, that's a bowling true. league. No, you can't. <laughs> it's, I, I think I get, though, she is her, she's, a, not only is she afraid, now she's kind of like figured out her identity in some mm-hmm. way, but... Her relation, like she's been four years. Yeah, I assume she's afraid of. Yeah, of course. Leaving that. Yeah, of course. Of course, right? it's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna but be it's hard. like you know what? You can do it. People do it every single day. Yeah, every single day. You know what's harder? Suppressing your personality and staying with someone just because it's comfortable. I don't know. And with that, mm. we take a break. Gil and the Familia, if you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
podcast. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Teta, I love And we're back. And I'm nearing the end of maybe my last oh. Diet Coke. <laughs> this could be the whole world changing for you. <laughs> what do I do um, before when we perform live? Mm-hmm. I have a caffeine pill and I drink <laughs> a bunch of Diet Cokes to give myself the energy. Am I just replacing really? this with cocaine? What am I doing? <laughs> you take a caffeine pill? Yeah, like Jesse Spano. Yeah. How am I supposed to get it up for the stage? <laughs> I have to try the boards. Are you crazy? <laughs> your own adrenaline doesn't just kick in? Mm-mm. Okay, you're blowing out your adrenals. I just want you to know. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can take a caffeine pill and have some Iced tea. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Wendy's not your doctor, okay? Wendy's not your general practitioner. I don't. Is there, you want all these answers. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an opposite of Ambien that I can take? Right. 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 Myth. <laughs> the opposite of Ambien oh. is myth. I hope you, well, I'll say this, Naomi. Uh, take a good look at my teeth right now. <laughs> the last time they're going to be this pearly white. <laughs> oh my God. You crazy. All right. So this comes to us. Um, uh, from uh, someone wrote us at the uh, Gmail at the at the uh, Gmail address. For Couples the Therapy show. Pod at gmail.com, Just uh, so you know, this is David, and the subject line was not kitten around. Okay. Right. And uh, David writes, "Sorry for the bad pun. It had to be done." <laughs> I have a cat who is almost 15 years old. I've had him since the day he was born, and these days he's not in the greatest health. My issue is that he is grumpy. Uh, he is a grumpy, sick old man who only loves me, hates my kids, and tolerates my <laughs> wife. The kids want him to love them, but he hisses and whines whenever they come near him. He also pees on everything, which makes everyone mad. I've tried everything to get him to stop, but nothing the vet and I have tried works. Instead, I patrol the house every night looking for things left out. I remind the kids to pick up and put away all of their stuff, and I wake up early every morning to deal with anything forgotten out that might have been peed on. Inevitably, something gets hit, and everyone in the house gets angry at him, and I feel terrible. I think that at this point in his life, I have the right to ask everyone, and in particular my wife, to let it go. I don't ask anyone else to clean up after him. I'm only asking that folks keep their anger and frustration to themselves. Whether he has a few months or a few years left, I want to spend this remaining life – I want to spend his remaining life loving and appreciating him in relative peace, not feeling guilty and terrible and dealing with everyone else's negative feelings about him. Hmm. Do I have the right to ask this of my family? Thanks for your all-time great podcast. Yes, you do. <laughs> because he is an old man and you are a good pet owner because when you when you take on a pet, you should be taking them on for – the duration mm-hmm. for everything. And you hold your paw when mm-hmm. they get put down. Like yeah. you you are there from beginning to end. I am gonna recommend Fellaway, which is like a pheromone thing. You plug it into the wall and it releases some scent that they can smell that kind of calms them down. Put it in different outlets all around the house that might help huh. a little bit with the pishing. Mm-hmm. Um, change your litter, see if that works. Um, we did that. We had a 15 year old and she was <laughs> 15 year old cat. <laughs> and she started doing that. We changed the litter and it stopped. Hmm. So we had been using a pine litter and we switched to a newspaper litter. It was yeah. softer on her paws and she mm-hmm. liked that. Mentioned the vet. So I'm assuming there are no 
crystals or Mm -hmm. nothing weird in his kidneys or anything like that. Switch up his food maybe as well. And try some CBD oil in the ear. In the ear? Yeah. It needs to make contact with their skin. So in the ear is a good place. Mm -mm. That's what I would try. But honestly, it sounds like you're a good kitty dad. And yes, you have the absolute right to ask that of your family. Yeah. I, d- I mean, right? I mean, the I- cat is 15. That's exactly. a family member. Yeah. I mean, he's had a cat probably before the kids. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, but it is so hard because it doesn't look like he's like, he's working overtime, staying up yeah. late, waking up early, yeah. <laughs> trying to get everybody's stuff. But it's also like, yeah, what do you got to do? That's, that's I know. how much he loves his baby. I know, but it's also, yeah, no, they've got to stop bitching about the cat. Yeah. Just also like, I've heard it before we get it. Hold up. Shut up. Yeah. About like anything you complain about yes. over yeah. and over. Tell him to say that to his wife. Well, <laughs> well, if it was either, if it was any, the kids or the wife walking around pishing, what would he do? <laughs> right. Not get rid of them. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I think uh, I've been a vegetarian for 15 years now. Okay. And I vegetarian because I think uh, animals deserve the same moral status as human beings. And uh, so when I hear stuff like this, I'm just like, yeah, okay. It's like, like you've taken... You know, I've had sick cats before that I've had to do so much. I have had IVs that I've had to like subcutaneously oh, yes. put under it's uh, to, so I could um, so that I could rehydrate them because of various like kidney and heart problems and things yeah. like that. It's what you have to do, right? Yeah, because there are living creatures that you care about, and if your wife doesn't get this, <laughs> cut the line, kick her to the curb. <laughs> yeah. I say, get rid of her. I say, those kids. Yeah, no one needs them. I say give them to your give brother to or sister. Yeah. <laughs> Boarding school. Oh, you hate Hello. cat pee? You're going yeah. to chote. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I, like, I don't even know. I picked that one. Which, which one? <laughs> chote. I just said like the, fa- like the fanciest name. You're I going to of. Exeter. You're going exactly. Oh. And then you're going to go to Harvard, and then you're going to have a great life. <laughs> yeah. Writing for the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, did, I think you're right. It's like if you talk to them, and I'm again, this is your family, so I'm sure you have, but just you know, explain that they, this is like a child. And... Mm-hmm. And also making everybody diligent about picking up their shit. If you well, don't yeah. like your stuff getting peed on, it's on you to put your stuff away. Yeah. That's, I mean, Wait, that's just what these happens. Kids? Maybe these kids, maybe they're young. Well, teach them. Clean up, clean up, everybody, <laughs> yeah. everywhere, shit. Yeah, and like daddy gets to have things that he cares about. Yeah. And this cat is one of them. Yeah. I definitely think it's, yeah. oh God, but it is hard. It is. It so, is hard. It's so fucking yeah. annoying. It's also just, it's also, yeah, and all, they, them understanding too and again, I'm not. This is not to say maybe you haven't had this conversation, but like, it's also hard on you to watch your 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 love cat like deteriorate. Yeah, you know. So it's like it's sad enough that you have to watch your cat get a little incontinent. Yeah, you don't need anybody. Everybody making you feel bad about it too. Right. Because it sucks to watch that. I can't imagine. I mean, our cats, well, which were yours, and now of course they're mine. They're twelve, right? Oh. Yeah, roughly. And, you know, and I'm always just like. I want you to live for a hundred years. Yes. I mean, you yeah, know? no, it's true. It's true. And so, yeah, it's like, but you know, it's not, that's not how it goes and you got to just deal. And are the kids like, do they not pet the cat the right way? I mean, if the cat is yeah. hissing, they might be coming on with a really strong vibe and, you know, tell them maybe just sit still on the floor <laughs> and see if the cat comes to you. Yeah. yeah. You can't, some cats, you just can't force your way into their space bubble yeah you know yeah 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 I yeah don't know. so the problem here is your kids as far as we can understand <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait <laughs> wendy how many litter boxes do you have 
yeah, for six, six cats. We have six litter boxes, oh, okay. but we also have two closets that have been converted to litter rooms. Yeah. That have uh, mouse holes, big mousy holes okay. in the bottom of the door. So they just walk in, do their thing. The rooms are tiled, so you can clean them easy. Okay. But again, we have no children. <laughs> so that made sense for us. Yeah. Anytime Naomi and I do anything extravagant, I'm like, we don't have kids. Yeah. Right. We can, exactly. We can do this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more. One more. more. All right. Uh, This comes to us on Twitter from Zoe. Okay. Question for Friday's show. I've decided that during grad school, starting next week, I'm going to date exclusively organically or through setups. How do I do this slash stick with it so I don't backslide into apps? Oh, Uh, Now, here's a question. All of us, I assume, got together before apps were a thing. Right. Yes. Twenty six. Yeah. Us ten. Yeah. They really started what about eight years ago? Not well, I mean, seven tail years end. Ago. Remember, we were both on OkCupid. Okay like we, we were like on beginning okay, of But that app. was not an app. We I didn't do it as an app. I was uh, strictly browser based. Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, I know you mean like the Hinder. I mean the Tinder and the Hinge. <laughs> the Hinder. That's really it God, is a can we, Hey <laughs> girls, can we agree? It should be called Hinder because that's what it does to your love life. Hello. It hey. Hinders you. <laughs> it yeah. It's um. <laughs> It's start that up. Yeah. What is wrong with me? Start just, it up. You're off the rails you just today. Created I created really a business for yourself. <laughs> but it is. Um, how can I do that in real life? I mean, also though, we're talking to three people who have been out of the game, so yeah. maybe we don't know. But it is like I don't know. I hear stuff, and maybe it sounds cheesy, but it's like if you like a sport, join one of those intramural leagues. Mm-hmm. I hear that's what happens. People mm-hmm. who are active, I don't know. <laughs> And they join a league of some sort. And then you meet, and they tend to like, you play the game, then you go to the bar. Like, it's a way, and so not even necessarily people on your team, but then their friends. Right. It's probably like the thing to do. Pinball mm-hmm. league. Pinball league. Mm-hmm. Um, Kickball. Also, which is annoying and why I don't do it, you gotta go to every party. Right? Like, when people oh. invite you to stuff, you gotta go. You can't. I guess. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, listen. People have been getting together organically until just recently. You know, these apps are quite new. And I do understand that if you're in grad school, you just want to cut to the chase Mm -hmm. and find a a person, all right, you know, that's been pre-screened. I understand that. God, grad school, the thought of it gives me a headache right now. Are you sure you're going to have time to date? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I really didn't when I was in grad school. It was I, just like it was uh, wall-to-wall uh, teaching and writing. Yeah. So uh, you might not – hey, just find someone else in your grad program. <laughs> exactly. Date for a little while and break up and make things awkward. <laughs> That's, That's a, a good plan. <laughs> but also – Well, yeah, you, you, I mean, please – She's saying that now, but right. we don't know who she's going to be sitting next to. <laughs> right. Actually, That's you know, true. Let's from... say this. Different department. That yes. won't be awful. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in okay. the same field. But then also, too, you know, I know there – I remember there were times when I was single. Like, New York, I remember it was like summertime New York where you're like, dating is going to be a little activity. It's almost like the hobby. Right. Right? To be like, I'm going to meet somebody and just, like, go do something new. Sure. And so it's kind of like, okay, if you're in grad school, if you have – if you want to put the effort in, because Lord knows dating is work – if you want to do that, like once a week, you say, "Yeah, meet someone for coffee and yeah. just see what's going on." 
And that could be like the way. And you know, you go out or like do you know? I'm gonna go to this party and I'm gonna you know do whatever. Like you have to, I think, do that, and then you have yeah. to ask your friends. So. Oh yeah, definitely put the word out with the friends. You gotta like, tell everyone. I'm I'm dating organically this semester, <laughs> and I would like your help with that. Ex- so I'm just putting it out there in the universe. Um, Hire a town crier. Yes. With a little horn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If she's like in a small college, put town. a flyer. College is about yes. flyers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we paste a flyer. Um, Every telephone. And of course, bowl. I mean, obviously, just delete it. it I'm oh, sure delete the apps from your immediately. Phone. Yeah. Oh, you know, aren't there aren't disable your account? Like make it so that your account doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Because you can also, take an app off, but still not, you know, still be in there. We've swiped for friends before. Yeah. Most of the people on the apps are disgusting. <laughs> so I don't really? know what the attraction is because like we've just seen like the most putrid dudes when we swipe for our female <laughs> friends. They are just like rotting humans. They are gross. They say gross things. Oh, and maybe it's just that we're older. I no, I think it's also I just think about it, like we're all phone addicted in some way and I Absolutely. I can imagine like the way I will sit and play Candy Crush. I imagine oh. you you swipe because it's almost like it's like window shopping. Just yeah. like okay, okay, like I'm sitting here bored waiting for mm-hmm. like waiting for the doctor's appointment. Let's see who's yeah. around. And I think you just do it like mindlessly, I would sure. imagine. And then it's like, oh, I get a hit, you know? And then it's like, oh, someone likes me. <laughs> you know, like I think I think that's how it really works for a lot of people. It's like when I used to go to CDs, like used CD stores. Right. And mm-hmm. I would flip the, hoping that exactly. there would be like a, the, the one Pixies album I didn't have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I would go, yeah. And I You'll would find a <laughs> diamond in the rough. Yeah. <laughs> Not realizing that like any diamond has already been found. <laughs> It's already been plugged. <laughs> Not true. I found Bossa Nova, the one picture <laughs> I didn't have at the CD store near my house once. My parents' house. Sorry, I'm pointing again. I know, and I just grab it. <laughs> Andy let a point like a black secretary. Let me tell you. It's like Andy. So oh I girl. think there's I think there's that like the, yeah. the, the little hope the little thing in your yes. brain that's yes, like yes, hoping yes. that, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna swim through this trash pile. And I'm going right. to hopefully find a gold ring. Right. right. Nope. I think that's – you got to figure out some other way to it, to distract, to do whatever is going to attract that hope in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to find something else to cling to. Why not join a, why not join a political something or other? Sure. Yeah, Become yeah, yeah. an activist. And then yeah. you can pour, pour all your hope into that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. then you, and then whatever relationship comes along, you can be like whatever. But exactly. I think I think it's also too again like fi- what I mean, again you're in grad school, so honestly this might be for the best. Is there anything you enjoy doing? Anything that takes the edge off and the pressure off grad school? Dive into that, and if there are other people there, at least you're meeting somebody who you already have one thing in common with. Exactly, because you probably will need a break from grad school. Just like try to take it for yourself and not even think about the dating, and then the dating will come because there's nothing more like when you're not looking is exactly when someone's like, "Hello, I can smell your That's freedom." Exactly <laughs> right. That that is exactly right. They love yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, all right. All right. I hope we helped <laughs> you, a, yeah. bro. Wendy, I so thank you for coming in here and yeah, helping thank us. Thank you for having people. me. Thank you for having so me. So good to. Do you know you've literally changed one life at least, which is mine? <laughs> I hope so. With Diet and Coke. I'm not addicted to it. I just need the caffeine. And now I'm just going <laughs> to have to find. I'm not addicted. I just need it. Okay. I need the caffeine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the mm-hmm. caffeine. You don't so if, need it. So if I just find some other way to yes, get that caffeine. Yes. yes. You will that is as um, potent 
<laughs> oh, sweet potent diet. No, say goodbye to it. <laughs> say goodbye, <laughs> rat poison. I don't need you no more. <laughs> goodbye, rat poison. <laughs> I don't need you no more. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. <laughs> and we're very confident. <laughs> we wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show. And I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh, or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 